Hey everybody, it's Charles from HumbleMechanic.com and today we are talking about prepping your car for a road trip. This is episode 10 of the Humble Mechanic Podcast. This episode originally aired October 27 of 2014 and you guys are going to join me in the car today talking about getting ready for a road trip. To me, it's pretty ironic that I'm in the car talking about prepping the car for a road trip and there's a funny thing that goes along with it because I actually did a bad job preparing for this trip and forgot my notes for the show. Real quick, before we get into the show, I want to remind you guys, if you like the work that I do here, like the show, and want to help support it, there's a couple of ways you can do that. First off is by joining the crew membership program. This is a way you can get exclusive content from me, as well as discounts to places like Black Forest, Eastwood, MT Knives, S&P Automotive, MyCanic, and more. The program is built so you can help support the show as well as get a big return on your investment. If you're buying anything from those companies I just listed, you're probably going to end up making your money back within that year membership. So there's a link down in the description. Check it out. If that's not your flavor, you can also support the show on Patreon as well as using my Amazon link. You click the link, buy whatever you're going to buy, and I get a little bit of credit for it. You can also subscribe to the audio-only version of the podcast on iTunes as well as many of your other favorite podcasting platforms. And hey, remember these originally came out as videos. So if you want to go back and watch the video, maybe do a beard length check, I will have a link in the description for that as well. So with that, let's roll into the show. The way I generally prepare myself for a road trip, I try to start about two to three weeks beforehand. And what I do generally, and I'll tell you why in a second, why I try and do this two to three weeks before um, the first thing I like to do is get my car serviced. And, you know, for me, I roll it in the shop and uh, change the oil, rotate and balance the tires. Even if I'm not right there for a service, um, you know, I'd rather be 100 miles early than 100 miles late. And you really need to look at how many miles your road trip is. If you're on a 500 mile one way road trip, obviously you're 500 miles there, 500 miles back a thousand miles plus any driving that you did while you were at your destination so you don't want to sort of push it and, and wind up being past due for maintenance the reason I like to do that two or three weeks out is it gives me an opportunity to have my car looked over or if you're you know not a, not a technician or don't have access to a shop it gives you the opportunity for a technician to look your vehicle over and they're gonna look at things like brakes belts, hoses, lights, any safety needs, any maintenance needs, wiper blades, all that important stuff that, uh, you know, we, we don't think about every day. We just, I guess, assume that all our lights work, unless our car has a light out indicator warning, which is pretty cool. My Passat doesn't have that, so uh, usually the only time I know I have a light out is when I bring it in the shop and check it, or if it's a headlight, usually we can see that you know, a uh, turn signal out. Generally, the turn signal will flash fast, and uh, and that'll indicate you that you got a turn signal out. But if you had a brake light out or something, you probably wouldn't notice unless someone mentioned it to you. Again, the reason I like to do that two to three weeks out is if, I, if someone finds something wrong with the car, now you have time to fix it. You know, I uh, pulled my car in the shop on Saturday for this pre-road trip check and to change the oil and realize that I had a broken CV boot. Well, as luck would have it, I pulled it in after hours. So the parts department was gone and, uh, shout out to Paul from Deutsch Auto Parts. Cause he, uh, <laughs> he bailed me out on what the part number was. 
And uh, I really appreciate that. So I got lucky that, that he was able to help me and uh, I got the, the boot put on, you know, no problem. But had I done that two or three weeks prior, I wouldn't be scrambling at the last minute. And doing it a couple weeks prior also makes you make some time for you to make a decision on whether or not that repair really does need to be done before the trip or whether it's something that can wait until after the trip. If, uh, if you find out that you have a wiper blade torn, you know, that's not a, that's not a repair you want to wait on. That's one you want to jump on right away. But if there's some, you know, small minor thing going on, you know, you need tires soon, maybe that's something that could wait till the end of the road trip. So give yourself plenty of time in case a part needs to be ordered or a repair maybe takes more than, you know, a few hours. You're not stuck in a position where you have to make a, a decision, maybe an uninformed decision right away. So I like to do that two to three weeks out. Also, you know, one, two, three weeks out, I like to go through my car and clean it, um, clean the junk out of it, because, man, a road trip with a car full of junk is awful. But uh, while I'm doing that, I also check my spare tire, and you can have them check your spare tire when you bring your car in for service. I actually really recommend asking them to do that. You want to make sure that you don't have a flat spare tire, because if you get a flat and your spare is flat, well... You know, now you're looking at having to use a service like AAA or, you know, being stuck on the side of the road. And depending on where you're traveling, that could be, you know, in a downtown Metroplex or something, you could be stuck on the side of a extremely busy traffic-filled road, or you could be out in the middle of nowhere, kind of like where I am at now, and, uh, and be stuck in a bad spot. And you know, flat tires generally don't happen in, in prime conditions. So check your spare tire, check your toolkit to change the tire, check your extra vehicle toolkit that uh, I hope you guys all have in your car. Check and make sure you know how to change the tire. I'll put a link to the video I did on Volkswagen uh, spare tire changing. Uh, the jack on this kind of car is pretty pretty interesting and if you've never used it before it can be, uh, it can be quite challenging but uh, it's easy once you've done it but it can be quite challenging, especially when you're on the side of the road, on the highway, you know, in the middle of a road trip with the kids screaming in the back, trying to change a flat tire. That's probably the most common one. Uh, breakdown cause would be tire issues. Oh, make sure that they uh, test your battery too when you when you bring your vehicle in for service. Uh, you know, a, a dead battery out of town could be quite a bit more expensive than just having it done while you have the car in for service. So that's kind of like the one to two week out thing. Um, again, it gives you more time in case you got to order parts, make decisions on, on repairs. Had I done that and followed my own advice, I wouldn't have been so mad about having to change a uh, CV boot on my car at like seven o'clock on a Saturday evening. But let's move on to maybe like five to seven days before your trip. This is when I like to do my route planning. Um, you know, now with GPSs and everybody's phone has a GPS, I think a lot of times we neglect to plan out our trip on a map or even if it's, you know, Google Maps or whatever. But I like to plan that trip out that way so that I can look for alternate routes. Um, a lot of times GPSs aren't up to date with the newest maps, so that'll be another thing that you can sort of compare when uh, when you do Google Maps versus just jumping in the car, mashing in an address to uh, a 
a destination you've never been to and hoping for the best. Plus, GPSs don't always take us the fastest route. We, uh, you know, it'll, it'll get us there, but it may not be the best way. So looking at a route or a route, however you say it, on a map can, uh, you know, maybe give you an idea of a shorter, a shorter way to take. But I like to do that about one week out. That way I can sort of go over it in my head and plan, plan the trip, plan the drive in my head. I also like to share that with people just in case, especially if you're traveling alone. Um, I've made the drive from North Carolina to Chicago quite a bit. And, uh, that's, I think a 15 hour drive straight through. So mapping that out and then sharing that route with someone so that, Hey, if you don't show up on time, they, uh, they at least know the route that you took. And, uh, hopefully, you know, if anything bad happens, at least there's some backup information. At this point, I also like to go through my documentation kit, which would be simple stuff like your registration, your car insurance, make sure all that stuff's up to date. That's things you don't want to do the night before your road trip in case you can't find your registration or, you know, you're missing your insurance card. That'll give you time to go ahead and get a, get another copy from your insurance company. But leaving yourself some time to do things like that. Uh, is important. Make sure your registration's up to do and your insurance is paid, by the way. Um, I think your car gets impounded in a lot of states if you are driving without insurance or driving with, you know, no registration. This uh, one or so week out is actually another good time to go through and do another quick safety check. Check your lights, check your wipers. You know, hopefully you have already had your car serviced, so that's not an issue. But a light bulb can go out at any time, so... uh, do a quick safety check on that stuff too. Again, make sure your jack is there. Make sure your toolkit is ready to go, um, and and kind of do that at the one five to seven days, one week or so period. Um, the next one is sort of like the night before morning of road trip, and I like to leave early on road trips. You know, I'm leaving on this trip at I don't know. I left about an hour ago, right about ten thirty a.m which isn't terribly early. Um, but again, this is a trip that I've made a ton. So I'm pretty familiar with, with where, uh, what I need to do, where traffic's heavy and at what time. But when I take my trips to Chicago, I leave at like two or 3 AM so that, you know, a bulk of my driving's done in the morning when there's very, very few people on the road. I tend to miss most rush hours, you know, the morning rush, I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm not in any type of downtown area. The, um, the five o'clock rush, I usually roll into Chicago, um, Chicago suburbs, yeah, usually about four o'clock. So I tend to miss that. So it's a really good time for me to leave and, uh, get to, uh, get to get a bulk of my drive done before there's a, a million other cars on the road. Um, so do your, do your safety checks again the night before. I like to also load the car up the night before, um, and that gives me another opportunity to go through and make sure I have everything packed. Like I said earlier, in typical me fashion, I always forget something. And uh, luckily this time it was just my note cards for uh, <laughs> for these shows that I, I was going to record for you guys today. But, um, you know, have a checklist of what you need to bring. And actually that's probably something you want to do uh, all the way back at the two week before your trip, Mark is write down a list of everything that you need to do, all the stuff you need to bring, and, um, you know, sort of check them off as you go. 
and that'll help you stay organized. Make sure you bring everything. Make sure your car's ready, um, ready to roll. There's also, uh, you know, beyond just getting your car checked out um, two weeks prior, you want to kind of do that again one more time before you hop on the road. And uh, that's a simple check your oil, check your washer fluid, check your coolant, check your brake fluid. Again, all this should have already been done, but again, things can break at any time. So we want to do, we want to do one more final check before we put the wheels on the pavement, so to say, and, uh, and get to the road. Now, well, a couple other things that I want to talk about on this show, there's a boat in front of me weaving across the highway. It's kind of weird. Uh, it looks like he straightened it out though. Um, a couple other things I want to talk about is packing a car smart. And this never really occurred to me until a few weeks ago. My wife and I made a quick trip to Charlotte, which is about two and a half hours from where we live, to pick up some beer for um, her work. And we loaded 40 cases of delicious craft beer in the back of the Passat. And the whole ride home, I'm thinking, don't get a flat tire, don't get a flat tire, don't get a flat tire. Because if I would have got a flat tire, we would have been unloading 40 cases of beer, stacking them up on the highway, and uh, <laughs> and then changing a tire, and then having to reload it all up in the car, all with, you know, trying to get a, a flat tire change with the quickness on the side of the road of a highway. So pack your car smart. You know, I know we want to optimize the stuff and bring as much stuff as we can, but, you know, filling the trunk of your car is uh needed obviously i mean having a wagon is awesome because i got a ton of room but you know we don't want to load things up so that the only way to get them out you know if we need something in the spare tire well or whatever is to completely unload the vehicle so just a you know small tip keep that in mind we also want to plan for breakdowns um we don't want to plan to break down you know hopefully by now we've done all of the stuff that we need to do to make sure our car's ready to go but again like i said things break at any time. So we want to plan, have a plan for what we're going to do if we break down. Now, knowing your route is going to be really important because when you're planning your route, let's say you're driving from Charlotte to Chicago, I'm going to have a route that I'm going to take. Hopefully there'll be no, you know, deviations from the route because of road construction or whatever. But it's a good idea to, along that route to note okay, where's there a dealership? Where's there a really good service center? Where's there a AAA if you're a AAA member? So that we have that information available to, you know, access quick right on the route. Okay, bam, there's a Volkswagen dealership, six miles. My check engine light just popped on. I'm going to hop in there and uh, see if they can help me out real quick. Now, the really cool advantage for us nowadays is that our smartphones have the ability to sort of adapt while we drive and if we did have something like a check engine light happen you know we can hop on our phone and google the closest Volkswagen dealership or the closest discount tire if it's a tire issue closest AAA whatever you know whatever your flavor is and and have immediate access to that but you know there's a lot of states have laws about texting while driving and even though I don't think technically that is texting um, it sure could look that way and, you know, distracted driving can be dangerous. So if you've got a, a co-pilot, 
then it's not a big deal. But um, having that information already available will also help you from hopefully panicking a little bit. You know, our, our first thought when a light beeps on and the dashboard is, ah, what do I do? You know, you put the second hand on the wheel and uh, it's sort of panic. So, you know, having that information available will help your brain slow down a little bit and go, oh, well, this is on, this is terrible. Let me, uh, let me see where that closest dealership or closest service center is and, uh, and just call, give them a call or whatever. Having their phone number is a brilliant idea to... Also, it's not a bad idea to have like a hotel or two mapped out just in case you get really tired. Um, I've had a lot of times on that trip to Chicago uh, where I was like, oh, I'm so tired. And, uh, you know, you pull over at a gas station or a truck stop and sleep for a minute. And that can be pretty dangerous depending on where you're at. Um, so don't recommend that if you don't have to. If you can grab a hotel room and, uh, you know, I know it, you may not have planned for it, but, hey, that's, uh, you know, better safe than sorry. So, yeah, make sure you have all that information as available as possible and, uh, and and sort of plan for that. If you're a AAA member, that makes it a lot easier. I think AAA is a really cool service for their, uh, you know, Jumpstart Tow, uh, Flat Tire Assist. I don't know that their discount program is all that great, but, um, you know, just one more perk to the, uh, to the whole AAA membership. I would be careful about having AAA really service my car. Um, I've seen, seen some things that, you know, you look at and you're like, wow, these people professionally work on cars. So, um, just a kind of side note there, but, you know, prepping for a road trip is, is not hard. It's a lot of this stuff we should have ready to go pretty much at any given time anyway. It's just one more step in the process, you know, maybe a little bit of extra care of our vehicle getting our car washed, make sure the windshield's clean, which is something that I also didn't do. But yeah, that's that's where I think I'm going to wrap up. I think, uh, I think I hit all the points on my notes this morning that I wrote and left at home. All right, if you have questions or comments, you know what to do. Don't forget about the ways I mentioned you can help support the show, joining the crew membership, check out the Patreon, or simply using my Amazon affiliate link. That one's great because it doesn't cost you any more money at all. Also consider leaving a review for the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform like I iTunes or Google. You can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course on Snapchat. And hey, on YouTube as well. All right, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.